When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus coach unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better from the fifth quarter studios in madison wisconsin you're listening to coach unplugged here is your host steve collins Hey everybody, happy Tuesday, episode 548 of Coach Unplugged. Today we're going to do uh, a coaching call. Today, t- today, tomorrow, and Thursday is going to be a coaching call um, with a, a long, uh, a teachhoops.com member. We're going to talk about the player development, youth development, all those kind of things. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to Dr. Dish. Um, the revolutionary new thing that they have at CT shooting machine, which you actually have a panel there is unbelievable. You should go over and check it out. Mention coach unplugged. They'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also make sure you go over and check out teachups.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, we just put up, we're putting up a daily podcast of kind of my, behind, what I'm thinking kind of as I go through the season. Um, you can get that on teachhoops.com or you can head over to Patreon. There's a link down below if you just want the podcast or one-on-one calls or some of the things. Maybe you don't want all the videos, don't want all the content, but you're just looking for podcasts that's available over on Patreon. Um, and subscribe and like. We really do appreciate those subscriptions and those likes. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Hi, Coach. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? There you go. That's it. No, we got it. All right. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Coach? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Getting, How have you been keeping what's new on your end? Nothing. School starts uh, two days for us. So um, yeah, my wife, my wife goes back tomorrow. So when it's um, it's all hands on deck now. Oh yeah, it's it's crazy now. She, she gets six weeks off, so she is not happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I trust me. I am. Yes, yes. In the in the thing is, it, the thing with going the teaching is like. Um, it's so mentally too. It's like the first week is just like, you just got to get back to that. That's why teachers need breaks. Cause it's so mentally draining, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I, uh, for a very long time, I've wanted to go back and do my PGC and kind of get into teaching, like looking at my wife, but I wanted to do high school where yeah. it's one specific subject. And I wanted to do math. 
Right. Um, it's a good math gig. And stat, math, and, math and stats, right? Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. I still want to do it. It's just with me being a full-time coach, there's really, I mean, for the, for the extra money, and I'm thinking for the stress and how much I love my current job, I'm like, nah. Nah. <laughs> Well, yeah, if, it it, ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right, no, yeah. No. And it, the thing is about teaching is you're always on. Like as soon as, even when I walk, like I, my son and I just got back, it's Sunday, so we just got back and he was shooting and stuff. And um, But it was just him and me in the entire building. So very rarely are you not like someone's asking you to do something. Or, yeah, like I'll spend, I'll spend a day at my wife's school. She just can't walk out, walk out the, walk. she can't walk from the classroom to the bathroom without somebody saying something to her. It's not always, oh, can you do this? But yes. it is, don't forget about this. Uh, let's let's do, let's talk about this later. Um, I have an issue. Uh, can you come and see me later about it? Right. Um, what grade does she yeah. teach? She teaches year five. Year so, five. Okay. Yeah. So, so at that age, you can't, like, I can leave my classes and go to the bathroom. They can't even get bathroom breaks at no, that age. No, no. <laughs> And it's literally, it's one of those things. Now she's got her own, they call it the eco room. It's, it's right. pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I don't get into that too much, but like she just has a room that's outside the school building that's in, um, it's, it's in a very green area. Okay. And it's like classes for schools. So schools in England have something called forest school. Where okay. they teach the kids how to like live, um, not live, how to like function in a forest environment. Oh, cool. um, rather than everyone being stuck in indoors and on playstations i kind of teach them how to go out there and like literally her room yesterday i helped her like set up and stuff like that and there's like two foxes just chilling out on, right. the, on, her, on her like patio and i'm like oh yeah that's a cool room that's and she cool. don't she's like the only bad thing about this is that i am secluded from the rest of the school so if i need something right and there's no intercom so i can't just i have to call the main switchboard off my cell phone Oh wow! And get to a teacher, and I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> so when the apocalypse happens, those kids will be ready. Then when the Walking Dead happens, they'll <laughs> be ready. Yeah, I said they, they just walk straight into the forest, go like, "Yep, I'm out." No, I'm no, out. No, <laughs> now I wanted to kind of pick your brains. Just want to pick okay. up where we left off. I just I haven't got a chance to talk to you. And okay, with season starting, I've got I got a new bunch of kids come through. We did trials. We did some. We did some of the stuff that we kind of touched upon the last. Okay. Time. Um, I kind of work my way backwards. Yep. Uh, I'm doing. I think I'm. I think I'm on a on a coaching standard. I think I'm. I'm doing a few things this year that's a bit different. Um, I went away this year to Manchester to kind of do my level three. Okay. Um, so the highest. That's the highest you can be in terms of coaching. Okay. Next, the next level is a um, is a Euroleague award, or what's like a coaching. It's called FECC, yeah. which is a it's a Europe um, certified badge, and okay. that enabled me to be a Euroleague coach, uh, which I have absolutely no interest in being. Right. So, <laughs> the last thing I want to do is coach, man. And I've been open with this to a lot of people because if I wanted to do that, I could I could do that tomorrow. With we have a pro team, we're pro right? Men's. Right. You told me that, uh, yeah. And I and I'll, you had a whole start. different set of issues if you start doing that level. Yeah, and this is this is what I went back to that that they have a head coach and they're like you know this you know what, what, is that an aspiration? And I looked at it and I was like that is definitely not an aspiration. I do not want to do that. Right. Uh, I said I want to I want to be the guy who is known for uh, youth. So if you have a kid that you think has talent, right, and is and wants to get wants to be progressed and pushed that's i would like to i would like to be known as that guy like your your kid must be seen by calvin right 
if 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 you think he is all that he is or she is all that she is right that's who i want to be but that, that's a different that's a different conversation um yeah because I, th- I i genuinely think with the men it's it's not coaching it's it's man management oh it's yeah it, it's man management it's not, i mean it's I've, ego if I, it's ego it's ego going yeah if i if i wanted to deal with man management i would have stayed being a stockbroker that's what, right. what i used to do and so i would have just stayed and done that i had 22 guys under me right there was, there was just no need for me to be uh, right. doing what i'm currently doing um yeah but going back to it we've kind of well, I've done all the things that we kind of talked about during trials, and I think I've taken I've taken a leap forward. I'm doing some stuff that's quite different. Okay. Um, this year, I I took 20 kids. I didn't make I didn't make a huge cut on day one. I had a total of 42 kids show up to trials. Okay. For um, I got I got assigned the youngest age group, which is the under 14s this year. So. Excuse me. I have a bunch of 12, 13 year olds, um, which is great. Um, yeah. Cause they're sponges at that age. They are. Sponges. Yeah. And after like talking, I had, I had a, we had a pretty good season last year with the under 18s. Right. Um, but I had them in September and between September and October, we went through like a six game losing streak. And then when we came it was we were like we're basically zero and six uh, right. going into October and end of October. I turned around. And I was like, right, clearly, guys can't play basketball. We'll start from because I had I had, I had a fantastic bunch of athletes. I had a six seven kid that currently plays for Team GB Tulsa. Um, you see, if you're friends with me on Facebook, you see a lot of my sharing and stuff. Right. Yep. yep. It was one of my kids from last year. I had another kid, Theo, six two, can jump out the freaking gym. I had like something stupid, like a forty four inch vertical. I could like put his. <laughs> Can put his like palm on the top of the the shooting square. It was ridiculous, right? Right. Uh, I had a six eleven, six ten kid with a seven four wingspan uh, in the center. So I had the right personnel. What I wouldn't say that um, I had I had like physicality problems. Right. It, we we kind of went back to ground zero and built from there. Um, going into December, we went on a stupid run. We went like on a thirteen zero win streak straight after that. Right. Um, just because two things happened. One, group dynamics played out as such where I was forced to be um, uh, the coach that lets them know this needs to get done, right? right? So if I was to class myself as on levels, level one, level two, level three, level one is where they are autonomous, where they actually just act independently. They yep. have a sense of responsibility. What's next mentality, next possession mentality? Um, level two is where I am sort of interjecting where, uh, I am kind of in between, um, kind of saying, right, you can have your slight bit of work, but I must input into it and level three, which is the ultimate place that I don't want to be right where I am kind of, I'm leading everything. They do something right. Yeah. What, what does coach want us to do? If it is a drill, then we will try and cheat the drill. So like one in like point five is the perfect spot to be. Yeah, that's that's where I'd like to be. Between Realist- one and point five, yeah. Exactly. Realistically, I want to try and be between one and point five. Um, so this year we kind of uh, uh, that's one of my things with with the under fourteens, and we'll, after talking to like we have um, a performance and mentoring officer and we have uh, senior management and all of them turn on they're like you know Calvin, the fact that you did the what you did last year with the 18s and we went to playoffs we made elite eight and stuff like that 
it's like and she's like, they were like it's almost too late with them with that group right um, so why not put you at the youngest age yep. group so why and, do you think you went through those losing streak um there were a couple of things um there was a mix of seniors and juniors on that team. Uh, they refused to gel to get gel with each other. By gelling with each other, I'm not talking about on the court. Um, I'm a heavy believer that teams are made off the court before they're made on the court. Yeah. Athletes are made off the court um, on, but without and not on the court. I have a full presentation that I give my kids, um, and I give them some real um, real life examples. So. If you look at San Antonio Spurs, Mano Ginobili, he's, he's 39. He's 39. Yeah, he retired yeah. at 39. And that's unheard of in terms of basketball terms. If you were to rewind to the early 90s, um, 1995, people were retiring at 33. That's it. We're done. LeBron James played 15 seasons, and he looks as good as he is because right. he does the stuff that's, uh, that, is, that is required of him as an athlete off the court. So right. I do this whole presentation where I kind of go on the court, off the court kind of stuff and run them through it. And I had to start off that camp in, in October, end of October with me being at three. I had to be the asshole coach right? for a little bit just because, am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, I'm okay it's okay. You're, you're, you're uh, what I refer to, you're bad cop. And sometimes yeah, you need, you, and then hopefully you've got a good cop that can help pick them up sometimes. And I'm hoping, I'm ho- and for my, my, my luck was good cop was one of the, one of the players. So it leveled out perfect. Right, right. Yeah. And, it just so happened it, the the one of the players that was good cop is a kid is a kid that slipped under our radar so much and could absolutely shoot the ball right uh, by the end of the season he went on like he had a game where he would shoot like two two threes and just stop shooting for then I would go like you know Dan why have you stopped shooting he says coach because I missed I missed two after that I was like you shot you made two you shot four Right. You're shooting fifty percent. You're better than any NBA player currently, <laughs> and we shoot some more, please. And like this kid went on a tear. It's there was a game he shot seven in a row. Right. Uh, the other team just had no answers to him. He's six five. He's a wing. I've got another this year. That kid was a returnee. He was a year. He was a junior last Ooh. year, so he wasn't even a senior last year. So he was. A, he's returning this year. And where will a um, kid like that go then? So we have that's we have different progressions for them. So a kid like Dan, he currently plays um, with me at the under 18s, and then when he turns 19, they can he has the chance to play something called EABL, which is the Elite Academy Basketball League, right. um, which is the highest under 19s age group that we have. Um, most of those kids end up coming with, over. We yeah, coming over with some D two interest. Okay, um, I have a couple of kids that. Could be mid-major D1. I say that very loosely because athletically they are there, but academically they are definitely there. So like the kid that I keep sharing his stuff on, like Tosan, he's a 10A star GCSE student, dude. I'm like, this this guy, this kid is smart. He's six foot seven. He's got a six foot 10 reach. He he clearly shoot the freaking ball. He plays for Team GB. He played uh, for GB at the under 18s, went to the Euro Euro championships this year. So they're still Um, amateurs. Yeah, they still am. But still, they're playing European championships for under 18. So this year, a kid like Tosan, um, I told him not to come back. I said, you're not, you're not playing under 18s this year, son. You need to go play D1. Because uh, so we have a, a Div 1 men's team, right. which is the highest men's team before you become a pro. Pro, okay. Right? Yep. Uh, so the pro means you're a BBL player. Right. Which is the British basketball. 
well, like, Div, Div One, yeah, that's that's where you get paid to do it. Now we have one of our kids that's that's come out of the academy and gone into gone into, and that's just happened. So this year, if you look at the Newcastle Eagles, we've got two kids in there that's come straight out of our academy. So the progression is there. We've got Eddie Matthews, which is an academy kid. And do they go to school if they turn pro that young? Mm, no, they just turn pro. They, they, go, they go to school. They, they they do go to school. Some of them do end up going and doing their MBA uh, with our associated universities and stuff like that. A lot of them just end up doing that. Okay. Uh, it depends on what the kid is looking for. So Temba and Eddie Matthews, both of them are, are still going to school. Okay. They want to get their degree and they want their pro ball to pay for their degree, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Um, and I said, I, I look at those kids and I'm like, you know, kudos to you. Everybody else, their, their next step is, oh, I'm here. I'm in the BBL. I want to try and make the jump to Europe somewhere. Right. And I love listening to kids turn and say, yeah, I want to go play in Europe. I'm like, do you know what, you know, do you know what kind of environment you're going into? If you go and play in Europe, you can play in a D2 league in Lithuania. There's nobody that gives a shit where you are. Yep. You are watch, well, watch, uh, watch the, uh, the, um, balls in the ball in the family. Yeah. Yeah, LeVar balls the best. He's like, he said, says like, Oh, my son's playing for some team in Lithuania. If you actually dig deep, nobody gives a fuck about that squad. No, nobody right. gives a fuck about that league. Right. They don't really give a shit about it, Steve. I'm like, right. well, no, right. So, so what now Lamelo is going to play in that league and he's put 50 points up. That's great. Right. There's a bunch of, bunch of semi pro guys. The they know, any yeah. reason anybody knows about that league is because of them. It really that's is. It. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's the idea behind it. Um, but yeah, but these kids are, they're doing really well. So I told like this kid and I said, you're not coming back to play under 18s. You need to go play with a Div 1 men's, which is just a step under the pro league. So we have a Div 1 program around us. So we've talked to that coach. Yeah. And I said, listen, he needs to be playing with that kind of caliber men because. Instead of actually trying to accelerate his athleticism, we want to try and accelerate his mind first. Right. So he- hey, everybody. How are you doing? I'm doing great. All right. A couple things. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, make sure you go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. That would be really great. I think, uh, you know, part of the reason I got into this in part, you know, I've, I've been through what you're experiencing right now. I've been a youth coach. I've been a high school coach. I've been a junior high coach. I've helped at the college level. I've coached NBA guys. I've won multiple state titles. I know what you're going through and I am here to help. Um, and if you email, I will email back. And if you, um, you know, join our community, want to get on a one-on-one call, I will do that with you. Um, and I don't know of any other resources that will allow that to happen. So go over and check it out. Um, big changes coming to ttubes.com. Also, a lot of free things you can do to help us out. Subscribe and like here. Leave a written review wherever you listen. You can do that here. You can do that on, on YouTube under ttubes. We have thousands of videos over there. And then if you do any shopping on Amazon like we do in our house, um, down below is the Amazon link. I don't get anything from my Amazon link, but if you use the link down below, www.ttubes.com backslash Amazon, and you do any sort of shopping there, um, we get a small little commission every time you purchase something because um, you came from us, and it helps us with our hosting fees. So go over and check it out. All right, let's get back to the podcast. He play at a men's league pace, but can he think as quickly as a Div 1 guy? Right. right. It, it, and that's, it, that's, that's huge. Those, like those steps, it's sometimes not a physical part. It's a, holy crud. These guys are, you know, it's, it's so it is a speed, it, so. for, for, and, and for nine through 12 or our high school in the States, it's the jump from like sophomore to junior is the big, I mean, the freshman jumps big yeah. because they're not yeah. used to the 
every day and just grinding, but oh my gosh, it's every level is just. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's so with kids like him, it's just about speed and pace. So we play, so at every age group, there are different levels to play at. So that's the way it's structured. So if you were a team that was just starting out, they wouldn't chuck you in the, in the, in the premier league. Right. So the, so there's a, so with our age groups of the under 14s, under 16s, under 18s, which is what we have on the youth side, um, we play premier divisions in all three of those. And that's because it stops teams from waxing other teams by 50, 60 points. Wait, that doesn't do anybody any good. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't do anybody any good. So, so I'll tell you, like, for example, we played, um, we went away for our preseason friendlies to Edinburgh and we, the, with my under 14 squad and they're not a premier team but they're known to like, there's some good kids that have come out of that program. There's lots of BBL kids that have come out of that program program. And the guy that runs it, Craig Nichols is fantastic. He's, he's all about youth development. He's quite like me from that same school of thought where I don't want to coach men. That's right. not where we're going. Right. I want to be the guy in Scotland. So we, we drove up to Scotland. I want to be the guy in Scotland to kind of be the face of youth uh, basketballs, which, which he and his club is definitely. Um, and they're not a premier side, and we ended up like it was a close first quarter, and then this, this the score at the end of it was like ninety nine, forty four. We had to like invoke the invoke the mercy rule, and you have to make five passes, and it has there has to be an off ball screen with a cutter going to the basket for you to get the ball to go and score. That's our mercy rule, right? Um, uh, and it, it's it's <laughs> it, 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 for for kids that are twelve years old. I've got a kid who's twelve, made five threes that day. His right. confidence has gone through the roof. Right. You know, so, but he's 12 at the end of the day. So it, that's going to happen. So it has its perks. Right. Uh, um, however, that serves as a great preseason standpoint for me. Because what I do is I go and I rewind back to the film and I kind of say, right, when do you guys think we won that game? And they were like, well, coach, I think we won that game in the third quarter because the score in the third, we only hit, we held into four points in the third quarter. And um, uh, we, we, we scored like 22 points or whatever. And they were looking at the stat sheet. And I said, well, that's a great observation for a 12-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right. However, I said, I think you won that, won that game in the bottom of the first. Right. Or when so, you got off the bus kind of thing. Yeah. I, I, I turned around <laughs> and I said, you won that game bottom of the first when one of the players ran over to the bench and going, they're just too big. Right. And he, he said that that loudly that we could hear it on the other side. Because I've got I've got some big big twelve thirteen year olds. I've got a kid. Um, I'm kind of lucky this year. I got a kid coming out of Olympiano Milano, which is a Euroleague team. He's thirteen years old, six for four. Can um, run. Massive hands. Hands. Massive hands. You got mittens on them. They're like, they're <laughs> it's arms. It's arm. It's arm length and hand size. That's it. He's he's, he's got it's this kid. This kid's absolutely like. I've got him, and I've got and he is one of two in terms of his size. I've got another kid, another six, three kid, another, and they're all, they're all 12 and 13, you know? And I mean, for that, for that, for that size, um, at that age, it's, it's, I really want them to just have all round development. I don't, uh, there's no, literally I've gone and said one, two, three, four, five. What does that mean? I said, it means absolutely nothing. It means one, you're little, two, you're a little bigger, three, you're a little bit bigger, (laughs) four, you're the second largest on the floor, and five, you're the biggest. Right. And that is all that you care about. He's like, oh, but should the one bring up the ball, coach? I'm like, no, 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 no. 
No, everybody brings up the ball. Yeah, it's positionless basketball. So yeah, how, it, are you, how are you feeling moving in? It's a different. So last year I had a different set of challenges. Right. Um, this year it's one of those. Strip it back, Calvin. Like if we turn, if we're gonna talk about defensive stance, you must be clear on your instructions. Where you gotta, you gotta literally move their feet. Like at twelve it, to thirteen, it, it's, it's like it's a seventeen-year-old. You can say, "Hey, open up on that," or push him. Yeah. This twelve-year-old, you're gonna have to literally physically go over there and go, "Nope." This so, way. So, you know. so we were doing we were doing transition defense. And I turned around. And I said, "Yeah, all right, we're forcing sideline baseline. Um, we're forcing sideline baseline, not on the inbound. We're forcing sideline baseline on the dribble." And the whole group turned around and said, "Coach, what does that mean?" Right. I mean, I like, yeah. I was like, "Fantastic! At least you asked me." <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll start from zero. Yeah, this is what transition looks like, and then well, we'll and this is a good thing for you to start videotaping practices too. So when I've done that with the U stuff, it's like, okay, hold on, let's look at this drill we were just doing, and you can fa- I I can I tend to go a lot faster when I look at practice stuff with them, but it's like, whoa, look at this, you know, and say, hey, John, why weren't you pushing baseline here, or where was yeah. my help site? Because then they can kind of get so for those visual learners. That's, I mean, everyone thinks always videotaping games yeah there's, and a I mean, different, there's a different dynamic in a practice for the youngsters it was like whoa you know yeah i mean this this year that's that and one of the things that i've done this year that's a bit different that i didn't do with the 18 year olds is i've created this document where i've literally put their names down and their strengths their weaknesses and areas to grow right literally it's just a four column um right word document where i write yeah. their name um, and, and the idea is I would review it in December and see if I'm doing my job. It's kind of self-review it. Um, I've also taped like a couple of preseason practices. Um, and I wanted to kind of have and look at it from an outsider's perspective. And the first thing I noticed is with them being so young, they need... Um, I call it a sweaty drill to begin with. And it's one of those where they, they get off and they get into practice and they, they get out of their lull mm-hmm. of like just kind of going through the motions. And the way you do it is you, you need a, a, something to kind of like make, get in there. It, yeah. it's, it's one of those non-skill based, yeah. Yeah, no, no, non-skill based kind of drills, but you want, you want them. So a good example would be, um, like your 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 Yukon drill or your um your Tennessee drill yeah. um shooting one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the shooting the Tennessee drill mm-hmm. if you did them three lines three guys in the middle we're going up the floor you're catching we want a hundred baskets to be made that's yep. two hundred open up practice and then you I have keep it minutes. on a clock too yeah you have you have ten minutes yep. right if you do if you do it in under if you do it in under eight the the that that's a record uh, if you do it in more than ten every minute you will miss suicide. And that's it. And that, and suddenly, there no one wants to run. They're like, "Yep, let's let's go. Let's we gotta go." And they, they'll get to it. And if I have to stop the clock and kind of say, "Right, let's read it back in. We don't want it to do more harm than good." Please make sure you catch the ball in a nice low position. You're holding a triple thread. You're in your shot pocket, nice and early. You are not catching the ball. Stood up right to sit down and then go again. You're losing a second in that shot clock. Is only twenty four seconds. Right. If it takes you a second and a half to take, let off a shot, you're now wasting your teammates' time. And then they kind of they kind of like switch on to that. Um, my my biggest thing this this year, and this is what I wanted to talk to you yeah. about, is 
Um, these kids have absolutely no concept of, I call it the disease of the dribble. They want to dribble the freaking ball everywhere. And we've kind of, I've kind of opened their eyes to like really like to something that my coach used to do with us when we used to get the disease of the dribble when we were growing up. We put them all on the baseline, turn around and say, are you faster than the ball? Right. We've yeah. done that too. And then you just like, you can dribble it. Or- yeah, I was like, right. No, no. I turn around. They're like, uh, yeah, of course we're faster than the ball coach. We, we, we can run and get, I was all right. Here's a challenge. You got to try. I'm going to roll this ball and you're going to try and get to that baseline before this ball. And then, like, they're like, okay, the first time they're all eyes it up going, all right, I can, uh, we'll do this. We'll just take off. I was like, it's just a running race. And they're like, okay, we'll just do it. And then I, I was like, go. And they just took off and I rolled the ball. They couldn't beat it. I was like, right, I'll give you guys a head start. You get to the free throw line and I'll, I'll be on the baseline. And we did it again. I was like, right, we'll do it one more again, one more time. You get to the halfway line. He's like, yeah, halfway line. I'm definitely beating it. I said, then baseball passed this thing right across the court. And they're like, Coach, we can't beat the ball. I was like, pass the ball. Right. I know. And then I have them do it with a ball. I said, I'll give you $100. I pull, <laughs> I'll pull out a $100 bill and I'll say, if you can beat dribbling from this, then me passing, I'll give you $100. It's like, <laughs> it can't happen. Yeah. It, 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 it's it's um, making that. So that's, that, that's one of my issues for this year. So, so how are you picking what you're doing in practice? So what, I, what I'm doing is now with it being preseason, we had, I, 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 uh, rightly or wrongly, I went and we, I played um, a preseason friendly before we went to camp. Now camp is very simple. We get all the age groups together and we do 30 hours of basketball through the week. It's during the summer holidays. So it's um, six hours every day. Okay. Um, and they're able to go every day. There's a focus Every day there is, and we kind of build on it. So we'll start with um, this year because we had a lot of young age groups. We have under 14s girls and under 14s boys. Then we had under 16s boys and under 18s boys. Now the under 18s boys, um, they, they've been in our program all the way since they were kids. So they kind of know what to expect. What is a standard? Right. Um, the 14s were kind of shell-shocked because we were talking about on-ball defense. We, we literally break it down to everything on ball. We start with one-on-one on-ball defense, and we build it up from there. Um, we talk about on-ball screens, off-ball screens, how to defend them, what you must say, where can you, where do you need to be within the defense. So what we wanted to do, what I wanted to do as well this year is because my personnel are not, are very young and not quick to react, I've taught them how to load to the ball. Right. So, okay. yep. Um, Literally, I literally overload to the ball because I want to try and force teams to skip past it from corner to corner or right. wing to corner. Yep. Um, and that's something that they're taking their time to grasp. And are you um, is, are all your drills kind of correlating to that? Yes. So okay. so okay. what we what we do is we wouldn't I would not put them in a five on five in the half court and just try and tell them right you're one pass away you're going to deny if you're more than one pass away you're going to straddle the lane right if you're more than two passes away you got to be home and under the basket I'm not going to do that okay um, because that's too much for a twelve and thirteen year old so yep. what I'll do I'll turn around and say right we're going to break this down we're going to go um, very very simple two on two we're going to go um, go touch the halfway touch the the, the halfway line um, and turn around and go to the basket someone's going to get the ball 
Um, as soon as you get the ball, you've got to dribble, take three retreat dribbles outside the three-point line, and now we're playing two-on-two. And then we kind of teach them on-ball defense. You need to stay within the gap. Uh, you need to go chest to ball. You're not going nose to chest because if the and if you we're teaching them how to close out, and then we kind of build it from there. And the second guy needs to basically keep stay within um, uh, within jumping distance of the ball. Right. We want to try and make that you do not ever jump above your man, so a foot above the three point line. That's a back door. We so we, we kind of break I break it down on a two on two so that they can okay. see it. And then I was like, right, so what do we do now? And I kind of I kind of turn it on them because. I have tried, I'm trying this year to try and minimize the amount of talking I do within a practice. It's more problem solving from their part. Yep. I think problem solving, I think, especially at that age, you literally have to keep it moving too. Like with a 17, 18 year old, if I don't get, I can beat it till they kind of get it at that age, their brains can't handle it. Like we've, you will, really got to tank it and say, we'll come back to it tomorrow because it won't it's, work. It's, it's one of those things, Steve. I've, I've actually gone ahead and said um, that we, we, at practice, we have the rule of three, right? The rule of three is basically my one, two, three levels that I talk about. Yep. So the rule of three just simplified for the kids. I turned around and I said, rule of three is very simple. You have a problem, don't come to me with it. Try and solve it yourself. That's- hey everybody hope you enjoyed that make sure you subscribe and like you know i I, ha- I don't talk about my youtube channel a lot but go over and check out our youtube channel at, at teach hoops on youtube subscribe like there that would be great um if you really want to help us out there's two ways you can do it you can click down the amazon link down below and that uh basically moves you toward uh every if you click there first and then go shopping you won't even notice it and it basically uh we get a small affiliate link every time you purchase something and the second thing is um go join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better talk to you soon sports social podcast network it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.